particularly benefit from being heard. Although this audio is definitely a good beginning, it still does not replace your need for support from people who are experiencing a similar loss or have already been through it. If you were ever to take a workshop, join a support group, or seek help from a counselor, this would be the best time. The support of others who've healed their emotional wounds and the assistance of a trained expert can ensure that you have the opportunity to heal completely. During a healing crisis, you're actually most receptive to what a counselor, support group, or workshop can offer you. In the second stage, we must take time to grieve the loss by remembering the person and what happened in the relationship. After the loss of a loved one, remembering your past together brings up painful feelings, but it also evokes the love you shared. Re-experiencing this love again and again helps you to heal. By feeling gratitude for the good times and forgiveness for the mistakes, your heart is filled with the love it needs to heal itself. If you're healing from a painful breakup or a divorce and you feel rejected and betrayed, then it may be at first hard to grieve the loss or feel the love. You may be too angry. In this case, the challenge of resetting the heart is to find forgiveness. Then you'll be able to grieve fully. This process sets you free to move on with an open heart to find true and lasting love. It's impossible for your heart to open fully to another when it is completely closed to someone in your past. Until the healing process is complete, men tend to stop caring as much, while women have problems with trusting again. As a result, men may get involved right away, but they have trouble committing. On the other hand, women will tend to avoid getting hurt again by not getting involved. In the third step of healing a broken bone, after resetting the bone, we must then protect it in a cast and give it time to heal. Once it is strong again, it is time to take off the cast. In a similar way, in the process of healing the heart, we must take time to become whole before making a commitment to another relationship. Before we can successfully share with another, we must heal our neediness and have a strong sense of self. The best time to get involved again is when you feel as if you don't have to. Later in this recording, we'll explore in great detail how men and women unknowingly sabotage this third stage and we'll examine practical suggestions for making sure you get involved at the right time. When we lose a primary source of love, we're suddenly stripped of all our defenses and forced to experience the raw pain of loss, the hurt of deprivation, and the sadness of loneliness. At this point, we not only mourn the loss of our loved one, but we pray for relief and ask, why does it hurt so much? We hope that we can wake up the next day and everything will be back to normal. If only it could be a bad dream. Soon we realize it has happened and we can't go back to change it. When we accept our helplessness, reality sets in and we begin to feel alone. To find relief and heal our broken heart, we must first understand the nature of love, dependence, and attachment. When there's someone to greet us at the end of the day, someone to appreciate what we do, 
someone who recognizes our worth and benefits from our existence. It gives our life meaning and purpose. As we grow in love, we naturally become more dependent on our partner for love. As this dependence grows, an important change takes place. Over time, we stop feeling our basic need to love and be loved. Instead, we begin to feel a more specific need, the need to love and be loved by our partner. We stop feeling our general need for love, but feel a new need, our partner's love. No one else will do. This shift is called attachment. From depending on our partners for love, we gradually become attached to their love. When we lose a loved one to the degree that we're attached, we are emotionally convinced that we'll never love again. We feel that without our spouse's love, we can't get what we need to be happy and for our lives to be meaningful. This sense of hopelessness magnifies the pain of our loss a hundred times. It's one thing to feel that you'll go without food for a day, but it's completely different to believe that you'll never eat again. When we lose something that seems irreplaceable, it's a devastating experience. To heal our broken hearts, we must release our attachment and open ourselves to giving and receiving love with others. If we don't take the risk to open our hearts again, we'll either stay stuck in our pain or we'll remain emotionally numb. The process of letting go of our attachment allows us to reset our heart and move on. In other words, by opening ourselves to giving and receiving without depending on our partner, we can eventually let go. As we fill up with new love and share that love, the emptiness disappears. Although the love we give and receive is certainly not the same, our new love gradually becomes equally fulfilling. The secret of letting go of an attachment is to go with the flow. Don't try to let go. Instead, keep holding on. Remember how much you love your partner. Feel how much you want your partner. Feel how much you need your partner. Feel your gratitude for all the gifts your partner has given you. Feel how much you wish you could bring back your partner. By remembering your partner in this way, you're grieving properly. This is how the healing takes place. In the beginning, by remembering your partner, you'll feel the loss even more intensely. But when your heart is fully healed, remembering your partner is no longer painful. Instead, it becomes a special way to connect with the everlasting love you share deep in your soul. At this point, when you think of your partner, your heart is filled with love and peace. This experience is the signal that you're ready to get involved in a committed relationship. It provides a basis that ensures you'll be fully capable of finding true and lasting love. To heal our broken hearts, we need first to face and feel the painful emotions that come up. This healing process occurs automatically as long as we keep remembering our partner. By actively creating opportunities to remember our loss, we're actually evoking the love we need to accept the loss and to let go. In various cultures and religious traditions, taking time to feel grief is nurtured. A variety of rituals of remembrance are recommended. For example, dress in black for a period of time, burn a long-lasting candle, plant a tree, 
tell stories at the funeral, revisit the gravesite with love offerings, pass down a family heirloom, put up special pictures. In each instance, we can see the common thread. By taking time to remember our partner with love, we give ourselves the opportunity to heal. After the death of a spouse or a loved one, painful feelings emerge because a part of us believes we'll never love again. This pain occurs not because we've lost love, but because we've temporarily stopped loving. The loss we feel after a divorce can be as real as the death of a spouse. Without the physical presence of our partner, we believe that we cannot love or be loved. Although this belief is not true, it takes time to adjust and correct. Emotional Lag Time Long before the heart is ready to let go, the mind wants to move on. This speedy thinking is fine for the mind, but it's not the way the heart heals. The heart moves much more slowly. At low tide, we may feel like everything is fine. In our minds, we have adjusted to the loss, and we are ready to move on. When high tide comes in, we are suddenly faced with our unresolved feelings again. One day, you're optimistic and ready to move on, but then the next day, you feel angry, sad, or afraid. While this may seem a little crazy, it's not. Just as light and sound travel at different speeds, the mind and heart change, adjust, adapt, and self-correct at different speeds. In the healing process, it's normal and even healthy for feelings to lag behind the mind. Most people are tempted to move on before the healing process is complete. To find relief, we seek to escape our feelings.